Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave. It's October, which means leaves are falling depending on which part of the country you're in. I guess they fall everywhere. Uh, temperatures are dropping. That, I guess, doesn't happen everywhere. Uh, my favorite time of the year, it's hoodie weather, it's football weather, it's bonfire weather, uh, it's scary movie weather, uh, and football, uh, oh, baseball in October, always a good thing, go Brewers, and yeah, all around, it's an awesome time, unless you're a Cubs fan, sorry, Cubs fans. Anyway, uh, joining me this week, uh, you may have noticed we took last week off, uh, it was a mental health day, we'll call it. Because that's, that's a thing. So we're, we're doing that now. Um, joining me this week to talk about stuff and things is Kyle. Hello, everyone. <clears throat> From a brand new location. Yep. A secret My bunker. My brand new office. A secret bunker hidden away inside a cliff. Indeed. <laughs> and yes, you heard her cough slash laugh. It's Jenny. <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. I had to laugh at that. Um, like, it, everybody needs a bunker these days. Sure. As long as the bunker's air-conditioned, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so October typically means every week we do a Halloween, scary, spooky, paranormal-type stuff, but um, not this week. We'll start that next week. And, in fact, uh, if you're paying attention to our Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom, I will be live tweeting scary movies every weekend, so look forward to that coming soon. Starting with Scream, I think on Saturday. So I'm gonna, you guys can play along. I'll tell you what time I'm gonna start the movie. You guys start the movie at the exact same time, and we live tweet it using some kind of hashtag that I'll make up on Saturday. <clears throat> so that'll be fun. First movie is gonna be Scream, and then I'll kind of narrow it down as we go. Uh, hopefully, I'll do it every Saturday and Sunday. Maybe we'll do double features if I'm feeling like not leaving the house for an entire day. We'll see. And just sitting in front of Twitter, with hanging out with you guys. Yeah, that's fun. Woo! Hang out with us! <clears throat> Live tweeting some scary movies. Uh, but yeah, so this week, uh, well, last week was New York Comic Con that happened. And with every giant Comic Con, like San Diego and New York, uh, Emerald City, some, some of those, uh, there are con-exclusive collectibles. And... More recently, Funko has decided to make those available to certain stores and outlets at different times of the evening, mostly in the middle of the night. Um, if you're lucky enough, you can grab them and not have to go to the con. Or go to the con and still not get them because that Funko uh, booth is a monster. Mm -hmm. um, so, this past San Diego Comic Con, I was at San Diego Comic Con, but still scored the exclusives that I wanted, like Red Hood. And a few others, Stranger Things ones. All thanks to being up late and uh, my friends doing Funko Pop searching on the webs. Which is what we did this past week. Um, and it inspired this episode because toy hunting is a thing and it's fun. Uh, unless you run into flippers. Because that's not fun. Um, flippers are people who go to the store just to buy as many as they can so they can sell them at triple the price on eBay. Have no real intention of keeping the item, just want to sell it. They are the they are the devil. <clears throat> and I've run into a couple of those people before. And I hate them all. Yeah, it's funny. I stood in line uh, on Friday morning for a Target. 
and everyone in line was talking about how much they hate flippers. And then one guy was talking about how he sold a pop that he bought one time. I'm like, well, you're a flipper. You just did what you said you hate. So what are, you, what are, you, what are we doing here? Anyway. Yeah. Most people are cool. Um, they took an inventory in line of who's getting what, so they knew exactly how many were going to be left. Like, these people knew how much the store had. Um, I think they had an inside person. Um, but, uh, anywho, uh, toy hunting, it's a fun thing when you do it. I've done a few Black Friday, uh, not Black Friday, Force Fridays, uh, trying to get Black Series figures uh, mm-hmm. for Star Wars, and that's fun. Um, frustrating, but fun. Uh, I have but dream- we don't have to deal with Toys R Us this time. Maybe we will so soon. We, nope. Jeffries. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the the times for like Black for Force Friday, like the last time, uh, it was when we I walked into um, Toys R Us and they had nothing. It was everyone in front of us got it. Right. So four, four people in front of you, in the front of the line, get it, and that's it. Yep. That's kind of what's good though about the the Comic Cons. But also what's bad about the Comic-Cons is it's a ticketed event. Like, you can't just walk up to the Funko booth and go, I want that exclusive. You have to wait in line. You have to get in a line to get a ticket to get in the line. And you still have to get there early because it's not guaranteed even with the ticket that you'll get there. Except um, I haven't heard of too many people have been denied if they have the actual ticket. You know, so there's ways around it, but... You gotta make sure you got time on hand to sit there. Twice. <clears throat> yeah, and there were other not just Funko Pop. There were other booths that had exclusives that with the same thing. You had to get a ticket, um, and then later in the day, if you just got in line, you could still get it. Once they did all their certain ticketed people throughout the day, that's that was kind of how I got a Black Series figure. And um... one, well, and what's good too is they cap it. Like you can't go in and buy ten of them. You know you right. You, you get one or two, you know. Like, That's, so yeah, they actually write it on the back of your badge. They take your ID. Um, they write down that you've already been here once, and you can't do it again. They they're pretty good about security when it comes to I that. Wish they, <laughs> I wish they would implement something like that <clears throat> here, but I think it's that's too much work for retail. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a lot to ask for a retail person. But you know, it's it's not though because they do that with book releases. Like they they'll have a line and you have to have a ticket and you can only get one or two copies of the book. You know if it's like a, I mean not so much now because of you know streaming and and digital copies. But if you want like the hardback book, especially if you want a hardback book autographed, they they can do it. Quit being slackers, retail people. I don't know. They got enough to worry about. Retail sucks. <laughs> I wouldn't. Suck. I would. I wouldn't want to deal with it. I know when I worked at Walmart, I was a, a like a stock person and a truck unloader. And when a Harry Potter book came in, there were no tickets. It was just here's the pallet, unload the cardboard, and unleash the the Potter freaks. You and, get the, the Black Friday videos. <laughs> yeah, I was lucky. I never worked a Black Friday at Walmart, um, <laughs> but I've worked plenty of Black Fridays everywhere else. So uh, I've been a manager at a couple Black Friday stores, and that is the worst job ever. Um, you're pretty much there, open to close. Well, well before open, through close, cleaning up, getting ready for a Saturday because Saturday there's more deals. Black Friday is also the devil. Should not I'm coming up on that fast. Yeah, should not be a thing. Should really not be a thing. Not. Yeah, retail sucks. Yeah. As I say it, as I'm in retail. <laughs> 
And I think you should have the day after Thanksgiving off. I think you should have Thanksgiving off. I am off, I think. We are closed on Thanksgiving. Well, so we you're lucky. Have that. Not everybody is. I'm Not everyone kidding. does, no. Yeah. Um, I caught the stores that are open. I'm like, I am not going shopping just because they should be able to go home early, at least if they get called in. But, like, I know people that work for, you know, like Target or Walmart and things like that, and they get called in at, like, 4 o'clock on, on Thanksgiving Day. I'm like, that's when most people are just starting to eat their dinner. It's like, dicks. It's a holiday. Be thankful. Yeah, Nobody that, needs that shit. At that point, I would say no. Plus, the deals aren't even that good on Black Friday. So it's like, you're not getting... I mean, the deals are good, but you're not getting like the best quality TV at Best Buy for $300. Sorry, that's just not happening. You're not getting my, a Sony or a, an LG for $300. My favorite is on Cyber Monday, watching people around my office just fixated on their on their chrome or their explorer like looking for cells i'm like dude yeah. you're supposed to be working <laughs> well i was a little bit guilty of that friday morning when i got my katayangi twins funko pop from the funko store at 9 a.m but whatever nice. it was on my phone and it only took like a matter of a minute so all right back to funko pops uh you know it's been around for a while now funko has been around for quite a while i actually wrote an article about the history of funko for entertainment earth if you want to go look it out or seek it out. It's on there. Um, they started off with like making bobbleheads because the guy liked bobbleheads, and then it generally or uh, gradually uh, progressed into these Funko Pops. And of course, they do other things like Dorbs and various other products that sell very well. But for me, it's just the Funko Pops. I can't stand the Dorbs. But um, uh, what's cool, I think, my draw to the Funko Pop is they're a cool design. It's different looking and. They have every damn franchise. Like, they have a license for just about everything. And so, it captures all your favorite stuff. I think the most that I have from one franchise, you'd think it'd be like Star Wars or maybe WWE, but it's Stranger Things. <laughs> I have almost every version of Dustin from Stranger Things, because he's my favorite. Um, But... They just are so cool, and I love that show so much. That show is like, it just captures my childhood so much, and what I like to, what I loved to watch when I was a kid. So I gravitate towards all of it, and like all of these Funko Pops of, based on that show are, are great. I spent like twenty, thirty bucks on a, um, I think it was the San Diego Comic Con twenty seventeen Mister Clark, like their teacher. He's holding a plate that's got the little ant and the line on it. <laughs> I, I, I bought that. Like, I, I sought that out on Amazon for, like, you know, I paid a little more just to get it. But, like, my, I don't know. I, I, I just, that's my draw to the Funko Pop. What about you, Jenny? Oh, it's totally fan-based stuff. I only want the ones that, like, I, I mean, my prized possession are my four Flash Gordon Pop dolls. Like, I have a Voltron. Like, I have Hawkman as a Pop doll. And, I mean, you can't go wrong with Ming and Flash and the general. Like, you, I've got all four of them. And I'm like, can you make more? I need more. We need a Dale doll. Where's the Dale doll? Like, it's totally fan-based for me. Like, I, I, every one of the pop dolls that I have, except for two. I have two that I have because I was given them. But I hold on to them because they're kind of cool and they're exclusives. But... Every other one is based off of somebody in pop culture that I love. Like, one of my favorites is the ones that you sent me, Dave. Like, my Floki pop is awesome. Like, I'm like, 
I've got Floki from Vikings, you know, and Nosferatu. It's all fan base. Like, I completely, it's like when you're a teenager, and I don't know, I mean, boys do this, but girls did this. They get the teen magazines, and they put their, like, they tear the pages out and put it on their wall. It's like being an adult with toys in that same genre. Like, I I want them on my shelves, you know. I want want Joe Ramone sitting next to my Joe Ramone religious candle. You know, like it's it's weird stuff like that. Like it's awesome. Um yeah. I I have lots of questions, but we'll get, we'll go we'll move on. I'll save them. We'll, <laughs> we'll 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 cycle through. There's lots to talk about with Funko Pop. It's crazy how you can anyway. Kyle, uh what what brought you into this collection? You're new well, to it. You're newer to it. I I'm very new to it. I you are the one that brought me into it because you're <laughs> Sorry. the one who Sorry. <laughs> who who asked me, "Hey, do you want these two Lost Pops?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, Lost." It was like that Lost. recent? That's like less than a year it ago. It was it was it was raw of this year. So yes. So yeah, because I bought two of them on Amazon and then Amazon had all of them for like cheaper than buying them at $10 each. And so I just bought mm-hmm. all of them, like for like fifty bucks, and there's like I don't know seven of them, six of them. So it was less than yes. like ten dollars each, and I'm like, well, yeah, man, anybody can have them. You know, I don't, I don't need two Sawyers or Jacks or whatever it was. <clears throat> it's it was a Jack and uh, Kate. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You can't have a lost collection without those two. No, so it started off with those two, and then. Later that night, I got the the Finn Balor demon. <laughs> That's right, you found it. Yeah, a hard to find one too. That's... Yeah, and then I'm like, hey, I'm I'm good to no, I'm good for a little bit. And then Jurassic Park came out with them. And... <laughs> was it Jurassic Park or Lost World first? Or uh, Jurassic uh, no, World? No, it was it was Jurassic Park. Okay, for me. So I got I got the first one I got of Jurassic Park was Sexy E Malcolm. <laughs> And then I... <laughs> that is such a weird one. Like I can't, I can't believe it's a thing. And I have it sitting behind me, out of box, next to a ten-inch Jurassic Park T-Rex, like looking down at him. <laughs> it's the best setup and, ever. And then I got Flash and Arrow, and then it just it's now expanded into um, a lot more, and yeah. I have more on the way. What's funny is I can remember my first pop. And it's, it's long time ago. And this is when I would open them and put them on display in my office when I had an office and it wasn't just my bedroom. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I'm opening up the cabinet and it's Batman was my first one. Um, was it, is it Batman number one? Yep. Oh, nice. Um, and then I got... No, it, what's that? I, now, Kyle, your first was the Lost one? What did you say your first one was? It was uh, Jack and Kate from Lost. And yours was Batman. That's super fitting, Dave. And I love that. Like my first, like I actually got two together as a joke because I'm, I absolutely love the Iron Giant. So the first two that I got were Iron Giant and Superman. There you go. And they oh, sit nice. next to each other. Like they, they can't be separated. I took them out of the box. They sit on my shelf together. Yeah. They are my first box. What I what I like about my setup right now is I don't have uh, a room like I, I you know <laughs> we're gonna pull back the veil I guess I rent a room right now I don't have my own place yet again um, and so I have a very small limited space to display all my collectibles most of my pops are in little plastic you know storage things in the basement uh, or the garage um, the ones I keep you know nearby are on display in my room are all the supernatural ones. Uh, the Star Wars ones I like, and the WWE ones, and those are all, uh, and the the most recent Buffy. Okay, so I'm gonna go off on another tangent within a tangent. Um, 
my favorite pop that they didn't make one of, and this goes off what Jenny was saying about Flash Gordon not having enough pops, was they made a line of Buffy pops that I never bought because for some reason I was boycotting it because they did not make a Xander pop. And he was original character, you know? Like, he was there all seven seasons. He's a main character. And they made a friggin' Spike pop and an Angel pop, and they weren't on the show the whole time. I was I was furious. This is geek fury at its, at its <laughs> most intense. So I boycotted it like an idiot, and now I can't find any of those anymore without paying over $100. But they came out with a new line recently this year, and we we actually did a, a hashtag for a long time to get Xander a, a pop and with Nicholas Brendan. It was pretty cool. Um, and they made two Xander pops. One is a chase. Now, do you both know what chases are? Yes. It's, I um, do not. Okay, so, so there's exclusives and there's chases. An exclusive is just exclusive to that store, like Target, GameStop, uh, Hot Topic, that kind of thing. Bard the Noble, FYE, they all have their certain exclusives. Now there's Chases, which is an alternate costume or design. And you only get those pretty much, I mean, you can find them in stores sometimes, they're hard. But when you order them, you have a one in four, I think, chance to get a Chase. And that's the alternate costume. Now Xander's had one. In season seven, he lost an eye. And so he has a patch on his chase pop. And the other one is regular. And my very first chase, and I'm proud of this, my very first chase I didn't have to go out and buy that I got by random luck is Xander with the eye patch. Um, He's Kismet. It's right, exactly. <laughs> it's my favorite Buffy character. And, and I ended up with that. My, I mean, I bought a chase before that. I bought the Finn Balor chase, which is he's got different makeup and no wig. Um, but anyway, so the chases, I'm not a chase like hunter. Um, because they cost a lot. Um, if I get one by chance, that's awesome. Like the other, the other one I got at random, this, this makes me smile just thinking about it. Cause it's my nineties kid self again. I went and ordered it from hot topic because those, they have deals every so often. And I got, uh, Doug funny and his dog pork chop. And I didn't even know there was a chase for pork chop. That is the flocked version. So he's not only my first, my, uh, second chase that I ever got at random. He's also my first flocked pop and that means it's got like a felt on it like it's soft like furry like like an animal and they have those for like winnie the pooh and any kind of animal that they come out with they have like fur um so (laughs) it's very fitting that the 90s kid gets these things uh (laughs) just by random but i I mean i've bought two chases that i've actually sought out and that's the fun the fin one and i think kyle helped me get an 11 with egos with her wig on it and that was a chase as well. Yes, um, yes and I, I did. And I didn't end up paying a lot for that one because the guy, I think, was just looking to unload his pop collection. Um, okay, so now we've, we've cleared up what chases are. We've cleared up exclusives. Um, when I was talking about something. Oh, oh yeah. So I used to take them all out of boxes when I lived on my own. And so I have a cabinet, two cabinets above my desk that kind of go over my monitor, you know. And then the, the thing, there's like a shelf above that that connects it. And that's where all the boxes are above, plus four wrestlers that are out of box. Princess Leia um, from Endor on a speeder next to those dudes. And then in the cabinets, I've got all the ones that are out of box, including the one that introduced us to Jenny. Uh, She didn't actually end up getting it for me, and that's okay. But she was covering San Diego Comic-Con for us back in 16 or 15. And when I knew she was going to be there, I super bad wanted uh, Luke Skywalker and the Wampa from Endor, or for Hoth, excuse me, with the Wampa's arm being cut off. And she couldn't snag one because, as we said, the Funko booth is, like, impossible. 
So I, got... I made a valid effort too. <laughs> I was going to every booth. I stood in line to get the ticket, and I I was like twenty away from getting the ticket. And then I went to like everyone because every now and again, like a random booth will have some. Yeah. And they'll just sort of hide them on their shelves. Right. Right. And so I was searching, and I was like sweet talking everybody. I'm like, all right, you have this one, right? Come on, <laughs> come on. And I'm like, sorry, man. No, it's. <laughs> It was perfectly fine, and I ended up getting one on eBay, which was a little banged up, but it's okay, and it's sitting in the shelf as well. So was my Hoth, uh, Hoth, uh, Han Solo riding the, what is that thing called that they ride? Tauntaun? Tauntaun, yes, yes, next to a, a Jon Snow statue. Um, but, like, I don't know why I'm saying, oh, I, I like them in the box, because they're easier to store and easier to dust uh, when they're in the box, and they're easier to display, I should say. They just stack. It's, I use it's, them as bookends. They make the most works. amazing bookends on like a DVD shelf yeah, or a bookshelf. For sure. Now, of your collection, how many? Like, what percentage are open, if any, Jenny? Uh, I'm probably forty to sixty. Sixty in the box, forty out. Well, if you had to guess, how many do you think you have? Uh, probably about sixty. Okay. 60 years ago. Maybe maybe a little bit more, but give or take 60. Yeah, you have a lot of like display shelves in your house because you guys got a lot of cool stuff, so there's lots of room for those things to populate. Well, here's here's a here's a funny like just fan story. So, a girl that I work with, somebody gave her a Wonder Woman pop right after the movie came out. Mhm. And she had never seen a pop doll. And she's like, these are so cool. Oh, my gosh. So she took it off and she put it right on the corner of her little area, right? And then the girl next to her thought it was so cool that went out and got a Snoopy one and put it right (laughs) on the edge of hers. So now we all have them. Like, one girl has Jerry Garcia. Another one has Winnie the Pooh. I, of course, have Jason Voorhees sitting on the edge of mine. You know, like, so our entire office in my department has pop dolls sitting on the edge of their their workspace nice that kind of signifies them which is awesome and like every and then you get the arguments of why'd you take it out of the box oh I'm right like, oh come on the funny thing is these fun- same with your house though like you right. i am so happy that that iron giant and superman are outside of the box but I also have Pam and Eric from True Blood and they're bookending all my True Blood books yeah. You know, so it's, it, it's hit or miss. I like, you know, what's cool about these is you can take them out of box and put them back in without ever looking like they've ever been out of the box. So, oh, totally. And it's, you know, it's so easy. Like, I, but the thing for me is I don't, unless I'm on hard times again, like I was once in my young life, I don't think I'll sell them. I like them a lot too much and I'll give them to, you know, my, my kids, if that's a thing or, you know, whatever, I'll, I'll hand those down. Like I'll hand down my comic books. Like my, the funniest thing I've ever heard <clears throat> is that pop dolls are like our age as beanie babies. Why? Well, I, I, I totally are. disagree. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. I totally agree with that when it comes to selling. Okay. Not so much when it comes to the fan base, because right. the difference is, is like you can't have a super fan of like the purple teddy bear, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> beanie baby. Yeah. But you could be like, I cannot get rid of my Buffy, the vampire slayer one. But when it comes to like selling and such, it's really funny because the prices of them go up and down. Like mm-hmm. I have, I have one from the very first Stanley Kamikaze, and it's it's Stanley in a cape 
as a superhero and it's labeled Stanley Kamikaze superhero, you know? And at one time it was going for almost $200. And I was like, Whoa, this is insane. So I, I always check it. Mm-hmm. It's worth like $45 now. <laughs> you know? So it's like, it kind of reminds me of that, like late 1990s beanie baby craze of everybody going, wonder how much this is worth. Sure. Not that I would sell it, but it's, it's interesting. I ha- I also have the one I was talking about earlier where I was given it because we do a lot of with like BlizzCon and somebody gave me I'm going to I'm people are going to make fun of me, but I think it's Margul is the character, but it's from BlizzCon from like 5 years ago. Like World and, of Warcraft character? Yeah, okay. yeah. Um <clears throat> no clue is and it's a really cool kind of little purple character like i really like it but i've got it in the box and it's it's a blizzcon exclusive so i'll I'll check the price on it every now and again and it's interesting because it was up to 110 dollars one time and now it's down to like 45 dollars. like it goes up and down but every time just curiosity's sake and i check the price of something all i think about is beanie babies i'm like this is kind of the beanie babies We'll come back to the pricing side of things, but Kyle, what about you? What about what's percentage of your collection, if any, are out of box? None are out of the box. That's what I figured. <laughs> All mine are in the box. They are they're they're stacking on top of each other. How I have mine laid out for now until I get some shelves is all the all the exclusive ones are on the left, and then everything else is on the right. Um. But in terms of how many I have currently, um, before I get some more, I currently have 28 pops. So not as much as you two, but it's it's getting. I've there. also it's getting there, but I've also stopped myself from, sure. from buying a lot. You've been moving, and you've had to save for real life stuff. So yes, I've had I've had to adult, but then I've also had to like recently just been like no more. Bad, no more bad cop. Uh, damn it. <laughs> well, um, I also had Dave. Dave at the at the, the last uh, convention that we went to. I'm like, Dave, I can't spend any more money. Tell me. And then I found these three, and I'm like, damn it. Yeah, I'm not a good sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because when when he spends, then oh hey, you can spend too, Dave. Yeah. Uh, okay, so there's an app, and I'll plug this app because it's free and it works very well for storing your collection. You can scan barcodes, and you can share your collection with your friends, and they can see what you got, what's on your wish list, and that way they can always be on the lookout for ones you're looking for. Uh, Jenny, we need to get you on this app. I, I do, except I have to, like, before while we've been talking, I've been trying to remember all the ones I have, so I've been, like, writing them down, and I know I've missed probably 50 of them. Like, I'm like, I've got a good list, though. I think I remember most of mine. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't have an app old school i'm an old lady we'll share we'll share the app because tom uh of the ringside geeks podcast also has the app and now he's a huge collector and he only recently got into it and i'll tell you how many he has in a second uh because he only recently started collecting too and you'll sickening it's astounding how many he has already so i've been collecting for a long time (laughs) but i've only recently gotten real heavy into collecting because they've just been making millions of my favorite franchises now um so this app tells you what your your whole collection is worth and what your like most valuable is worth. I don't know what where they get the pricing from. Um, I can't remember where that comes from. Um, but I have one. I have two that are worth one hundred eighty dollars. 
Nice. Which ones are those? The Just at curiosity's sake. The San Diego Comic-Con Wampa with Luke Skywalker. And uh, Baby, which is the name of the car, with Dean from Supernatural, which I got at a con as well. <clears throat> then CM Punk is $100. But I don't have the box for that. Uh-oh. Makes me mad. And the one I got when I was at uh, in L.A. last year um, at Comic-Con, or Kamikaze, the Randy Savage one, is $33. Anyway, uh, one is awesome, by the way, um, my entire collection, um, I will tell you what the value is. And then I want Jenny, you to guess how many pops you think it is. So the estimated value of my collection is $3,500. Now that's not, you know, how much it costs to buy them. That's how much they're worth. Plus there's also some that are, that have no value. I have three that have no estimated value. So how many how many pops do you think that is? <laughs> uh, I would say closer to the two fifty. Oh, that's not bad. Two nineteen. Hey, I went so, a little high. Two hundred nineteen, and I have, I think like four being shipped to me this week. Four or five. <laughs> um, from New York Comic Con. Okay, so Tom has been collecting for I don't know how long, less than a year, I think. Jeez, and he just bought more yesterday. And you could see yeah, him, no. you could see him when they add him. Uh, uh, he has 186 pops already. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like I'm at my like measly maybe 75 if I really push my numbers, but I probably am closer around 60. <clears throat> it feels like when I look at his collection, he just buys everything. Like he said he was gonna only do things that he likes, but there's things in here I don't think he likes. <laughs> It's just... Do you think? Do you think though he logs his kids' pop dolls? Do you think it's their pops? Uh, no, they're no. all. I think, I think they're all. I think I know they collect too, like his, his son does probably. But no, I think these are just his. Interesting. <laughs> it's just insane. He bought a Vince McMahon one. What a loser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's got some good ones. He finds some good ones at this like used bookstore. And, like, yeah, he ends up with some pretty good ones. And his comic shop gets some rare ones. He got one for me from the Scott Pilgrim. Uh, I, I Any Scott Pilgrim pop anyone finds, I will buy it. I, I can't get enough of those, and they're hard to find. But anyway, um, all right. So enough about that. Oh, and his collection's worth about $2,800. He lives at... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you're wondering, we also... Uh, uh, old friend of the show, Kyle, his name was, actually, just a coincidence. Um, he used to be on the show. He collects them and sells them, but he's got, like, uh, in his own personal collection, he's got 227, and he's also got eight dorbs. But, yeah, he, he gets, like, super rare stuff. He'll spend a ton of money on, on his collection. But that's what happens when you're 21 years old and have... <laughs> That kind of, like, what am I talking about? I have too many of them. Um, all right. So is there is there one in your... I know Jenny kind of already said her prized one, um, or prized couple. Is there one in your collection, Kyle, that you, you're super happy you have over the rest of them? I mean... My, the Kevin Smith one that I just got is, but I think... At Wizard World? Honest, uh, yeah. Is that the one with the Fat Batman hockey jersey? Yes. Okay. 
but I honestly think my MacGyver one that I just got, <laughs> because I love MacGyver so much, oh my God, is probably even even though he's brand new, I, I, it's awesome. Plus, because he's got the pocket knife, and plus my brother was like, I, I told him about the pop, and he's like, you know what, I accept it. <laughs> but does it have a tiger's hat? No, he's got his mullet. No, no hat. Yeah, you need the mullet. No hat. You got to display the mullet. mullet. You have to have the D. But I, I, I think. I mean, if they continue to make more uh, MacGyver pops, they they'll probably do a variant. That a lot. Yeah. A variant of that because I mean, the mullets and his jacket and his uh, pocket knife are the like the most iconic things of him. Everything else could be hit or miss. No, so. it's the Hawaiian shirt and the Detroit hat. I, I no, you're thinking of you're thinking of Jack or Hawaii Five O. I'm thinking of. You're thinking of his like this like CIA. Oh, I'm thinking of Magnum PI. I am so. <laughs> yeah, Magnum PI. Yeah, Tom Selleck is what you're thinking of. Oh my gosh! Ah, tomatoes. They tomatoes. Do, <laughs> don't they make Magnum PI pops? I thought they do. Well, they made would... a, they made a new Magnum PI, so probably. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm no, totally I just, in the I, and I also. I also just picked up Goliath in his stone form from Target today, and I've been I've been wanting a Goliath for the longest time. I realized today too that's not a Target exclusive. You could have got that anywhere. But it's but MacGyver was supposed to be a Target exclusive, and I got that at Barnes and Noble. Mm. So it's it's weird. The whole Gargoyles collection though is pretty rad. It is, but there's there's one exclusive that's at at Fye. That the closest FYE is in um, Gurney Mills, Illinois. What is FYE? Is, why don't you just order it online? For your entertainment is what it stands for. It's just like and, a. You know what? I could do that, but it's also it's also the journey to go get it, kind of thing. <laughs> All right, you're gonna pay for tolls too on that one. You know what? Online sounds a whole lot better. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be cheaper than the gas and the tolls. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes it's fun. I drove, what? like, two hours before driving on my road trip to San Diego to get that T-Rex from, like, yeah, Stevens Point. <laughs> yeah, you did. That was but fun. I mean, you, but, I mean, like, you could also go and see what other pops they have, too, rather than... Sure. I mean, sure. I, you could see that online, too. I could have got a 10-inch Dobby while I was there, too. Yeah, I could have gotten the ten inch uh, Hulk. Oh, and I went to Target today. They had another Niffler when I was there. <laughs> did, you didn't get it? Did no, you? no, I didn't. Okay, good. I can't get good. it anymore. I, I have. Well, you, I now have. have I, you have a Niffler, right? I now have four. Have... I have four ten inch pops now that I have no idea where to put them. I'm gonna have one. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, um, okay. So your prize possession is MacGyver. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jenny, That's do you not have any... weird, but Kyber's awesome. All right. Jenny, do you have any? Prize possession ones? Yeah, like ones that, you know, you would never in your life get rid of. Well, the Flash Gordon ones, hand down. Sure. Especially Voltman. Volton is like, that's that's the one that I would never part with. Um, but, the, I mean, that's, that's like picking your favorite child. Like, I have some really good pops. Like, I love my Grandpa Munster. And I love my my Walter White and Heisenbergs. You know, I, I I love so many of them that it's hard. I mean, obviously, you know, Iron Giant and Superman because they were my first. But I could not get rid of my Jack Torrance. 
you know, it's it goes all over the board. So that would be that would be a hard a hard one. Bob Ross would also be up there in my top ones that I could never get rid of. I'll never understand the Bob Ross thing that's going around these days. I don't get it. <laughs> I have a I have Deadpool as Bob Ross. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> Just stream on Netflix. No, the Bob. <laughs> I don't it want is... to. <laughs> He, he's like the Mr. Rogers of paint. Like, he's just, he's so happy and he's so mellow. When I was in school, when I was in college, whenever I'd have a stressful day, and I, I would go, I would work all day, I'd go to class all night, and then I would stay, I would go like three hours a night of sleep. Like, just couldn't do it. And then I couldn't turn my brain off because there was just too much going on. I would just turn on Bob Ross. And Bob Ross would just make the whole world feel better. And he was so mellow, and his voice was so calm and relaxing, and he made happy mistakes. But his happy mistakes were beautiful trees. Like, Bob Ross... Have you ever seen the meme... Have you ever seen the meme where, what if all of Bob Ross's paintings were where he hid the bodies? (laughs) I thought thought that was hilarious. Because he is the nicest... That's what makes it funny. (laughs) Stream Bob Ross because he will change your life. He is so relaxing and you're amazed by how his brush strokes can make that tree. Because as he would say, happy mistakes. He's amazing. <laughs> I always I associate Bob Ross. I've got the one, there's like multiple Bob Ross pops. I only have the one with him with the actual, like the paint um, board on his arm. So good. I just, I always associate Bob Ross to my childhood of boring TV, so that's why I just never could get into it. If I want to watch something like that, I'll watch Mr. Rogers, because I love Mr. (laughs) Rogers, but it's just not for me. It's just not my thing. I went to school because I wanted to learn to paint like Bob Ross. Sure. Um, I'm telling you, he makes the world better. I I don't know if that's true, but uh, I also don't understand why there's a, a, a different Deadpool pop for every day of the week and every day of the month like i had to pass i had to pass on the wizard one from barnes and noble i want that one just too many stupid deadpool funko pops like enough already well you don't like deadpool to begin with i don't mind (laughs) i don't mind deadpool but come on there are characters out there that we don't have yet and we're making all these stupid deadpool variants and i get it money but come on now uh okay so speaking of that is there a character out there that you, they don't make one of that you want them to or or a franchise that they haven't started yet that's hard Star- because i think they've pretty much covered most oh i've got i've got two right off the bat but stargate <laughs> okay <laughs> and i want and i want a 6 inch stargate as one of the pops <laughs> well they make a tardis and they make the throne the iron yeah. throne so possible um but yeah i honestly it's stargate is one that is that they have not made anything for Mm -hmm. pop wise i mean i always feel like there's always more buffy ones they could make um and i'm sure they will now that the new they're making a reboot version um but you want to know go ahead i was gonna say I, i i do have one collection that i would love to see them make I would love to see them do Puppet Master. And I don't think they've done that. But I, get yeah. oh, so freaky. <clears throat> I see them as cute pops. 
Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, Come I, on, no, you want it? I do. It, I, I mean, it would it would make sense for them to do it because they are small enough, and they do like to make the horror pops for sure. Um, I like I like the whole it line. Those are all good looking pops. Um, well, there's two that come off the top of my head, and they really only would make like three characters for each of them. Well, there's really only two you would make from one. That's Quantum Leap. You got to make Sam, and you got to make Al. And Al, you could do different variants of because he's a hologram, so you could have a glow in the dark one, or uh, you could make hundreds of Sam ones because he was different people every episode. So mm-hmm. he he like dressed like a woman in one, or dressed like a cowboy, or whatever. Like I would I would be totally into a Quantum Leap line of Funko Pops, and I would spend so much money. Um, and then twenty four. I cannot believe oh, there's yeah. not a line of twenty four Funko Pops. I need at least three Jack Bauer Funko Pops in my collection. Yeah, um, I would too. And a Tony Almeida and a Michelle Dessler. Like, like, come on, what are we doing? We're failing. And you could have, like, you know, they have the movie scene Funkos. You could mm-hmm. have one where, where Kim is being chased by a lion, uh, mountain lion. Because <laughs> that actually <laughs> happened in one episode. Uh, uh, but there's, uh, you know, there's a core group of characters that you can, de- a Chloe pop, of course. I mean, mm. they've only just announced the Die Hard ones. So, I mean, it took too long for those to come out. Um, but yeah, a twenty-four line has to happen. So those are my two main ones that I'd also like. Are there because they do like celebrity ones? So now I started making directors and musicians and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would you know, and this is a personal one. I don't think they'd ever make one, but I'd like a Chester, uh, from Lincoln Park one. I, I would love to see a, a Lincoln Park <clears throat> line. I think they'd be down with that. They're artistic people. Like mm-hmm. artsy, um, but I have the only music. I have two music ones now. I have Kurt Cobain and Mark Hoppus from Blink One Eighty Two. I only have two music ones too. I have uh, Joe Ramone and Limmy from Motorhead. I just haven't liked the choices they've made. Like I'm not an Elton John fan. I'm not a Prince fan. I'm not uh, like I, I like Metallica, but I like old Metallica. Um, and this is the new band. And they look like the new band, you know, old men. Um, I just do they have a, do they have a Freddie Mercury pop? They should yeah, have a Freddie. Mercury I'm pretty pop. sure they do. I think they have uh, a couple different versions of them. Um, I know they have like three different versions of Kurt Cobain. Uh, yeah, just the ones they've chosen for the music ones. I'm just not a fan. Like they have a Amy Winehouse one. Um, I'm just these are off the top of my head and I can't remember all of them, but I'm just I'm not a fan of those music that music, so like I can't see myself buying them. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't answer my favorite in my collection. I did, I like that I have the CM Punk one because it's uh, it was like one a last minute buy like oh yeah I'll grab this and now you can't get it anywhere without paying over a hundred dollars. Um, but I really like the look. Like I said, the Stranger Things ones are just so cool to me. There's like three in my Stranger Things line that I really like that were not hard to find, except for one of them was, but I really like them. There's two Steve ones from the second season where he's wearing the sunglasses and he's got the bat strapped to his back and he's got like the the dishwashing gloves on and he's like ready for battle. Um, And then there's another version of a bandana around his mouth and he's wearing the glasses and he's in the upside down color because this is when he was in the upside down and he's ready for Mm -hmm. battle. And then I have a a Dustin with baby dart. Um one that I had to, I think I drove to Madison to get that one. It was hard to find. 
Uh, but I also like the Max from second season where she's in her Halloween costume as J- uh, Mike Myers. She's got a knife in her hand and she's got the mask on the top of her head. It just looks cool. Because it's a combination of two franchises. I like it. I like the matchup. And the then, match-up. of course, all the boys in their Ghostbuster outfits are cool, too. Wait, Ghostbusters? Do they do they make a Ghostbusters line? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, Darn it. I don't know if it's the class. I know they do the new ones. I'm pretty sure they do the classic ones, too. Well, if they do the classic ones, I know I got. I know what I need to grab. <laughs> um, I, I do not like the new one, but that's so just me. Is there one off the top of your head that you know exists that if you had um, all the money in the world to buy one, what is the one that you would buy? Let me look it up on Stashpedia in my wish list. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the app, Stashpedia. We'll give them a cheap plug. Oh boy, let's see the like the most expensive one. Well, no, I'm not talking about expensive, but the one that you want the most. Well, ooh, that's. I know I can get that real pretty easily. He's, we're going through the mind of Kyle right now. Um, gonna get that one. Like they just announced an Austin Powers line. Like, come on, they what's they did, so but I'm I, but I'm not I'm not too fond of that i don't mind I, I could care less about it i i love austin powers i'll get it i mean okay it is gonna be the most expensive one but i think this one would be pretty awesome to have it is flashpoint batman Jeez. from <laughs> comic con uh new york comic con i don't know 2011 and it is six hundred dollars jesus good luck with that yeah, it's never gonna happen, so right. that's why. I, right. Well, I that's want it. that's the yeah. That's that was the purpose of the question. Jenny, is there one yep. you can think of? Mine are not not expensive by any means. Sure. Um, <clears throat> I I really really want a Frankenstein. And this um, exists. Um, these are ones that exist. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the Frankenstein one, and then I really want the Guillermo del Toro and the Shape of Water ones, but I want Guillermo del Toro above the Shape of Water. Like, I just want a Guillermo del Toro one. That should be doable. It is. It's doable. And they're they're not expensive. You can find them on eBay and such. It's just, I get in trouble when I bring them up, so. Sure. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I, I know all about that. Uh, I get in trouble with myself. Um, <laughs> man, the one I, the one I want the most. What a stupid question, Dave. Yeah, I know. Um... I really like a Roddy Piper one. Um, that would be a good one. Except if you get a Roddy Roddy, you got to get one that's like they live. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they make one, but that would be cool. Um, Casey Jones has been on my wish list for a while. I just haven't pulled the trigger on it. I got on my Amazon wish list from Turtles. Um, boy. The one that just came out that I should have pulled the trigger on on Friday, which looks cool, but I don't. I don't think I'll ever buy it. Is the Pizza Planet truck from Toy Story with tiny yeah. Buzz, tiny Buzz Lightyear on the steering wheel? Like there's a that tiny, one is pretty cool. there's a tiny Buzz Lightyear in there too. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, that's right. They got the Wreck It Ralph line out. I saw that mm-hmm. uh, on the top Hot Topic website. Like they just keep coming out with super awesome ones. Like this SNL's got a line now. Like Doug and Steve Butami, the <laughs> uh, Will Ferrell and the other guy that do the head, but I forgot the name of the movie. 
Night at the Roxbury. Night at the Roxbury. Those dudes, they have up the two pack and the dick in the box guys. <laughs> like that's one that that's one that I want. I want a Stefan. Stefan's out there. Yeah, that's a good one. I want that one too. I have <laughs> the only SNL one I have is more cowbell. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, now I'm just going to run down a line of all the ones I want. I want the whole Sandlot line. <laughs> I want, like, there's just too many to name. Like, they're just such a good product. I want the Sex bob three-pack, the whole band. <laughs> it's a three-pack. Um, the talent is in there. All the X-Men ones that I don't have, like Emma Frost and Iceman, uh, which are, like, they're valued at less than what they cost on Amazon, of course. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, it's too hard to just go through this whole list. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's just too many awesome ones. Uh, they, they have a line from uh, glow now that are pretty cool. The ladies of wrestling like the new glow, glow or like the old the wrestling, Net- the Netflix, the Netflix glow. I think it'd be rather though, if they actually had like legit old school glow, like Hollywood and vine and sure. Just saying. Oh, probably I mean, depending on how well these these glow pops sell, sure, pretty maybe. sure they will. If they have some kind of, if they can get the license to it, that's yeah. kind of kind of old and hard to maybe hard to find. Uh, I forgot two that I had in my collection that I didn't pay a lot for that I had prized. Uh, the Mystery Science three three thousand pops. You have Tom Servo and Crow, uh, which is just rad. Like I didn't like. You wouldn't think that they would get a pop, you know? Like it's it's so niche culture, but it's it's got the revival with the new series and that that coming out in. And Thanksgiving again, I can't wait. And they're touring right now. Maybe I'll have to go see that in November. <laughs> oh, what a time to be alive! Sometimes. <laughs> well, let's let's. I think we've done enough Funko Pop talking for now. It's a super cool phenomenon. They're ten dollars most places, or fifteen dollars. I've gotten them for my niece and nephew for cool stuff. That's gotten them in the comic books. Like my niece, I keep getting her all the cool superhero girls, like Wonder Woman and. Uh, she likes Starfire a lot, um, Raven and stuff like that. Like I get Batgirl, she loves those. She has them on her desk, on her dresser. She just she doesn't play with them, but they're there. Like they're there, like role models almost. <laughs> like they're just there for her, and she likes those. My my nephew's getting older, so he's kind of going away from toys, but he's got a bunch that I got for him. Um, and then they make just cool little Christmas gifts for kids, and uh, the kids that are older too. <laughs> uh. I, I liked, I did that for Christmas for Atomic Geekdom. I sent everybody a, a pop. Um, it was inexpensive, but still fun to do. Um, so it's, it's fun to randomly find a pop doll in your mail. Right? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's just a cool thing. And may, some people may think it's overhyped these days, but I, I still think it's it's really cool. And the, the, the process of getting some of the exclusives sucks, um, especially from Target. Uh, oh god yes but that's just politics and business and you know if you get hung up on that kind of stuff you're taking the joy out of it um but i do feel bad for the people there are a lot of people that wanted that killer frost hot topic one on friday and they didn't get it so i'll be on the lookout i wanted that i wanted that uh just go on jenny oh i was gonna say have you heard what they do at their corporate office there in everett washington the funko fridays yeah, well, there's Wednesdays and Fridays, so they have the one big release, right? And people line up around the block yeah. because they need that that release, right? But then they have a second release that they don't tell anybody what it is, and they just put it on the shelf. So you have to kind of scavenger hunt yourself around their store mm. in their corporate office 
to figure out what the new pop doll is. Yeah, and they I see on I see on absolutely hands down love that idea. Plus, my brother my brother works right across the street from it, and he'll just go wander Mm -hmm. around their their open area Mm -hmm. inside their office. And he's like, it's like Disneyland. He's like, you can sit in the Batmobile next yeah. to a gigantic pop of Batman. And he goes, and then the bridge that crosses my building to their building has like giant pop dolls watching the road. Right. <laughs> like, they I'm take like, to the cons everywhere. They take the giant uh, Planet Hulk or Thor Ragnarok Gladiator Hulk uh, to the cons. It was just at NYCC. It was at San Diego Comic Con. I think it's enormous. It's it's so rad. I mean. You can't go wrong if you have a company that provides a product that just makes people happy. Like anybody driving down that street, you can't get upset when you're driving under a bridge that may have a gigantic Batman, pink and purple Batman. (laughs) Right. 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 And there's something for everybody. Like there's a there's a line for everyone, for every fan. So it's like. You can't get angry. I don't, you know, it's just. I got just... my Aaron Rodgers. I got my Superman. Mm-hmm. I got my World of Warcraft. Why do you have Aaron Rodgers? Well, I'm just saying. I, oh, I have okay. my... I would never buy an Aaron Rodgers. You I was should. doing that for you, Dave. I was giving you some love. I have two of them, by the way. I have two Aaron I Rodgers. Have, I have the Seahawks, Marshawn Lynch. Number 24. Yeah, that guy they don't hand the ball off to at the goal line. Now both teams he's on. <laughs> The Raiders and the Seahawks don't do it. <laughs> it destroyed them. It did. It did. But now both of my guys are in California. Got uh, Marshawn in uh, with the Raiders, and you've got Sherman with the 49ers. That so sucks. Sucks for both of them. They followed me. Yeah. They're just like, you know what? We can't be in Seattle. We need to follow wherever Jenny goes. Let's go to California. <laughs> All right. <Okay>. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's going to do it for the Funko part of this conversation. I have now forgotten where I was leading this conversation to. Um, I do that to people. Yes, you've done it to me twice this episode. <laughs> so, uh, oh, also at San Diego Comic-Con, uh, when I was there, in my hotel, they had the Funko party on Saturday night, like on the third floor. Like, I went to the pool, and I'm coming out of the pool, and you have to go down and up and all over the place to get to the pool. And on the level below the pool, where it's nice and open, there's the Funko party, and I'm and sad face Dave walking past, can't get in. <laughs> Aww. But, Next yeah, next year. Uh, Funko, if you're listening, thank you for everything you do. I love you. Can I have a job and give me free stuff? <laughs> or just an invite. Or just an invite to your San Diego Comic-Con party. That works, too. Hopefully, I'll be in the same hotel. There won't be any travel involved. I'll just be right there. We'll see. I'm also banking on going again. So. Huh? Make it so. That's right. Um, anything from New York Comic-Con news-wise, Kyle, that you want to talk about? Um, they, they have trailers for, uh, Titans. That looks a little bit better. That comes out later this week. Uh, next um, week? Or, no, yeah, you're week. right. This week, this week, yeah. Episode one. Um, Aquaman five-minute trailer. Oh, man. I mean, that didn't come out of NYCC, but five-minute Aquaman trailer. Jenny, you watched oh. it, right? I did, and okay, I'll I'll be the first to admit I am scared to death that this movie's gonna suck. But I did get the little butterflies in my stomach and got really really excited when it came out in the green and gold. Yeah, that yeah. was a great shot, and I'll say this: that was mentioned on it by Monroe. Look bad. No, the costume looks great. Um, uh, mentioned by Monroe on our uh, on our Twitter when I tweeted out the video. Uh, 
I agree 100%. The music in that trailer is astoundingly good. Uh, the score is perfect. I can't wait to see what it looks like throughout the rest of the movie with all the action scenes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where you're watching it and the music just pops and it just fits so well with what Black freaking Manta. Ugh. Yeah, laser beams, dude. Laser <laughs> beams from his freaking eyeballs. Uh, he looks so good. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, reviews from Venom this past week have not been good. Nope. <laughs> In fact, yeah, wait real quickly on that because I'm fascinated with people's like conversations about Venom. Anybody that reads the comic or knows about the Venom hated it. Like mm-hmm. absolutely hated it. I've never heard such like harsh criticism for a movie everybody that that i know that does not know the comic books really really liked it and thought it was super fun so i'm like on the fence because i know enough to be dangerous but i don't know a lot so I'm right like, do i see it do i not see it i've like, he- i've heard comparisons that it's as bad as catwoman like it missed the mark that much to the comic book for like the diehard fans that are hoping for their movie you know this like this is their guy they want this movie to be good and it just misses the mark so much, like Green Lantern or Catwoman, like where they're just so bummed about it. But then I hear, you know, from fans and you know, not Uber fans alike, that it's just one of those turn your brain off, funny, stupid kind of movie. Um, yeah, the biggest the biggest criticism that I've heard is that they make Venom too nice of a guy, like Venom or Eddie. Well, Venom, okay. like the Eddie, the them as a group. Like is is too much anti-hero. <clears throat> like oh, okay. they wanted a little bit more of the evilness to come out. Right. The tagline is there's enough superheroes in the world. So all right, well then give us a bad guy. And yeah, and they didn't get that. I hear. Yeah, that's not surprising to be honest. People were complaining that it wasn't R-rated. I don't mind that it's not R-rated because I do think, and I haven't seen it yet. I'm probably gonna see it tomorrow. Um, I do think it's gonna tie into the Spider-Man world, and they're never gonna make an R-rated Spider-Man. A movie with Spider-Man in it, so uh, I get it. Uh, and it doesn't need to be R-rated. Not all comic book movies need to be R-rated because Deadpool and Logan were good. Let's mm-hmm. let's, let's relax. Um, it, it's based off the storyline, though. Like it makes sense that you know Logan and you know Deadpool was was R-rated because of the context of the story. But if they were like, we're gonna make an, an R-rated uh, X-Men, I'd be like, why? Right, that doesn't, yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. doesn't make any sense. Other trailers and stuff that we're excited for, or at least I am, and I hope you guys agree with me. Um, so, yeah, we already kind of talked about Titans starts up this week on the DC Universe app. Um, on Netflix, we said Mystery Science Theater 2000 has a new season coming out on Thanksgiving that it all drops, which is awesome timing. And then uh, The Chilling Tales of Sabrina starts up on Netflix uh, in a couple weeks. Yep. And, that, and that new trailer oh, is pretty dark. Uh, pretty, yeah, it is. Pretty dark. <laughs> this is not for Riverdale. Uh, this, this is not Sabrina the Teenage Witch. No, no. <laughs> this is very dark, and I'm, I'm interested. I'll, I'll check it out. I'm going to check it out. Um, yeah, another one for Netflix. Uh, Daredevil. This, yeah, Daredevil. Season 3, and they, they're, they're just teasing the hell out of Bullseye. Yeah, they are. Uh, that newest trailer was rad. I did not know they were doing Imposter Daredevil, so that was cool. Yeah, I, I was not either. I know they're doing they're taking the Born Again storyline a little bit from Frank Miller and adapting it. So sure. I'm I'm, ex- I'm I'm interested to see where they 
go with that. Hence the black costume. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all good stuff. And then all of the shows return next week. All your favorite CW shows come back next week. Yep. Well, Flash comes back as of tomorrow when we record this. And then Arrow, Arrow is right. next week. And then Legends is on the 22nd. And Supergirl is next week, Sunday. So there you go. This month, all of those shows return. Yep. You, you didn't mention my favorite Comic-Con trailer. I'm so upset. American Gods season two. Oh, that looks amazing. <laughs> I, I, I only, I only, I only mentioned it because I know you like it. I have actually not seen season one of American oh Gods. My gosh, it's so good. I was so nervous about it though because they got rid of their front, their showrunners and Gillian Anderson left with them because there was a bunch of politics that went on, and we're just like, oh no, because season one was so well done compared to the books. Like, and the book is so good. They look like they've nailed it. So I'm like, woohoo! But the surprise that I feel like I was completely out of the loop on is Neil Gaiman has another show coming out. Oh, yeah. American Gods, but they released the trailer for Good Omen. That book is freaking hilarious. And the trailer, oh my gosh, I cannot... They didn't have a release date. They didn't do a release date. They just did the trailer, but... It looks like it's going to be the most fun I've had on TV for a while. So the whole premise is just an angel and a demon trying to avoid the apocalypse. It looks awesome. Nice. So yeah. Uh, oh, an umbrella oh, umbrella academy um, is coming to Netflix in 2019. So there you go. Yep. They they released photos, but no trailer yet. Right. Um. I'm sure there's a lot more that I just I just can't. Yeah, think I'm just of scrolling it. through. Hang on, hang on. I got it right here. Uh, oh, real quick, I want to talk about this. David Harbor. Somebody asked David Harbor to perform uh, their wedding. He's done proms before, I think. David Harbor plays uh, a Hopper Hopper on Stranger Things, and he's going to be playing, be Hellboy in the new Hellboy movie. Um, somebody asked him to officiate his wedding. Um. <laughs> And he said, if you could get 666,000 retweets of this tweet, he'll do it in full gear. Um, And he's excited to see how it looks at a Christian church. He'll do it in full Hellboy makeup. Oh, lordy. Um, oh, boy. It's insane. Go to Twitter now and start liking. David Harbour is... We're, what have we done to deserve him? Um... No, uh, okay, so <laughs> I don't watch Gotham anymore, but apparently they announced that NYCC Batman will appear in the finale, um, yep, and, and, and they're going to introduce Bane. Bane this year. Um, so dumb. Uh, um, but it's only going to be 10 episodes, and yeah, the final episode is going to be uh, set 10 years in the future, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, some sad news, Walking Dead fans, Scott Wilson passed away this past week, uh, so that's sad. That's super sad. He, it's when somebody like that passes away. It is kind of a good humanitarian thing. Is just to read the posts. Like we can only wish that when we leave, that we leave that much of a legacy. Like everybody's posts who knew him mm -hmm. have been absolutely like <clears throat> beautiful. Like just how much he influenced people's lives just with his good humor and and attitude with things. Like rest in peace, man. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. You were bad. Agreed. Uh, Dean Kane and Terry Hatcher are campaigning for a Lois and Clark revival because that's what they do now. They just make old stuff new. Um, 
and they showed the first uh, like fifteen minutes of Dark Phoenix, and I, uh, from what I heard, it looked pretty good. People thought it was nice. pretty cool looking, and they released a new trailer recently too, and I enjoyed the trailer quite a bit. Um, I'm, I'm excited for that movie. I know a lot of people aren't, but uh, I am. So suck it. Uh, and I we talked about it. I think me and Kyle talked about it recently. They're rebooting the Buffy comic book. I don't understand. IDW it. or uh, they're moving away from Dark Horse and going to I think IDW, yeah. So they were at Dark Horse. Um, no, they're at uh, Com- uh, Boom Studios. Oh, oh right. yeah, Boom, Boom's yeah, taking up a lot of like the TV comics. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they Boom is doing a fantastic job from what I hear with the Power Rangers comic. Mm-hmm. So I I'm I've been wanting to read that comic for the longest time. Yeah. Um so like the they're they're just putting them in modern day high school, I guess. I don't I don't I don't really understand it. So <laughs> same, same same characters, they're just rebooting it to just be modern day. So I guess they have cell it's like she's holding a cell phone in the picture and she's got earbuds in. So I guess whatever. We'll see. It's still the same characters that I've I love, so I'm obviously going to check it out. And it's still Willow, Xander, Cordelia, and Giles, so I'm there for it. And that comes out mm-hmm. in, in January, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, the, the cover looks awesome. The artwork looks amazing. It looks like Sarah Michelle Geller holding a stake, wearing a cheerleader outfit. She's holding a cell phone in her hand like she's texting, got earbuds on, and there's vampires like in the shadows behind her. And it looks like the Sunnydale from the, from the TV show. It looks fantastic. The cover looks amazing. And I'm saving that as my new screensaver on my phone. But, um... Yeah, so that's all I got. I think we're good. Uh, anything else? Last minute things to say before we go? Nope. I think that's it. There should be some videos posted up soon on our Facebook website, YouTube channel, and all that of a couple of the haunts here near L.A., which are super awesome. So definitely make sure you get out there and do whatever local haunt you can find because they put in such a great effort with the actors and the sets all across the country. So show some support and butt scared off and keep an eye out for the video. Yep. Uh, Atomic Geekdom on YouTube. Easy to find. Uh, Should be in the show notes actually too. Um, There'll be our coverage from Wizard World in there very soon as well. Uh, Wizard World Chicago. Uh, yeah, I think that's all. All right. Uh, you can find all of our social media stuff at Atomic Geekdom on all of the things. We'll be back next week to do our Atomic Rewatch episode for the month, and it will be a scary movie. Uh, we have picked the movie, and if you want to join in, we're going to watch The Thing, the original version, um, and we're going to discuss it in long form, what we love about it, maybe what doesn't hold up to this date, and I'll try to find some behind-the-scenes trivia like I did with Jaws. Um, and we'll have a lot of fun with that. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, and Kyle will be the first time Kyle has seen it. So we'll have some fun yep. with that. Yay! We're going to have a good time with that. So oh, next... I can't wait to see. I can't wait for Kyle's review. <laughs> uh, so so I'm looking at it. It's the one with uh, Kurt Russell, correct? You are correct, sir. All right. It is 99 cents on Voodoo. All right. Jesus. What a deal. What a deal. <laughs> I know. I, I got a $3 credit with Voodoo, so that's it's like free. <laughs> wow. Even better. All right. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, but yes. Uh, so next week is the thing. We'll be watching that and recording this week. So hit us up on Twitter if you watched it uh, with your notes, your favorite moments of the movie, that kind of stuff. Did you like the 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 the, the prequel they made um, with uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead? I think she was in, and I like her. So 
I, I dug it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, she's going to be the new Black Canary. That's or, right. Uh, no, Huntress. 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 Yeah, Huntress. I'm stoked. I like that casting. Anyway, um, I don't know how I feel about what's-her-name being Renee Montoya. Um, I forgot who. Yeah. Well, she's she's kind of old from White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> uh, uh, it's going to bother me. I have to look her up. Um, all right, Kyle, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KyleCrosy89. You can also listen to us on the Legends TV Talk podcast uh, on Twitter at Legends Talk TV. We will be back this month because Legends comes back. And we are excited because John Constantine is joining the show. The podcast? He's going to be on the podcast? The show. The actual show. Sorry. <laughs> You're... I wish he was joining, but he's going to be at Wizard World Madison. So that's, that'll be a plus. You're a real a-hole there. You got my hopes way up for that one. I know. <laughs> Make it so. It's just Je- my tagline tonight. Jenny, what, uh, social medias, if people want to find you? Robbie Art. Tried and true. At Robbie Art. Is, uh, is how that works. Kids, if, yeah. you, if you didn't already know. Um, I'm having a, a hell of a time finding this movie <laughs> and this actress, so I give up. Uh, I can't give up. I gotta find it. Give me one second. Let's talk about something very quickly. Uh, Rosie uh, Perez found it. We're done. Okay. Rosie Perez. <laughs> wait. <laughs> I love Rosie Perez. She's yeah. She's yeah. playing Renee Montoya slash the question, which is weird to me, but just because she's quite older than the rest of the cast. That's that's all. All right, that is it for this week. We'll be back next week, and hopefully this cold will be gone. You don't have to hear the phlegm in my mouth, and I, I know it's, it's an annoying sound, especially when you're listening on headphones, so I do apologize. And if my roommate's listening, what up, bud? Say goodbye, everybody. Bye! <laughs>